Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kuzmaski. Today, I'm interviewing Christy Faulkner. She's the founding partner of Gender Fair and president and co-founder of Womenkind, which advises clients who need and want to better reach, engage, and motivate women through enhanced marketing strategies, product innovation, and organizational evolution. She is also a creative director, and she's conceived and produced multimedia, multi-channel campaigns for blue chip clients nationally and globally. So thank you so much, Christy, for joining us on the Female Insight Zone today. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So you are the founding partner of Gender Fair. Can you share with our audience what is Gender Fair and what are your objectives and goals for Gender Fair? So Genderfair is an organization that informs consumers which companies demonstrate a real and substantial commitment to women's equality. So whether it's at as employees, consumers, or even just citizens, there are companies who believe in women and support women with all kinds of activities. And so what Genderfair does is we certify those companies so we can inform consumers who those companies are. The idea being that women have very, very powerful ways to show their support, and that is their money in the marketplace. So if we can encourage women to support the companies that support them, then hopefully that tide will rise and other companies will start to meet the standards as well. Got it. Well, I think that's wonderful. Can you share with us one company that is gender fair? Sure. So Procter & Gamble, for instance, has an incredible commitment to women, both as consumers and as employees, and in fact, as investors too. We rate companies based on the UN women's empowerment principles. So a few years ago, the UN set global principles for how to empower women, and many nations and companies signed on to these principles, but there's no real accountability. So what Genderfair does is based on those principles, we've developed metrics. So we measure companies, many of whom signed in support of these principles through the UN and some who haven't, but we rate these companies based on these metrics. So for instance, we measure the employee benefits, you know, are they gender fair? We look at their advertising and we rate it. Does it break stereotypes, for instance? Does it portray women in a negative light or is it an empowering message? So we look at their advertising. We look at their philanthropic efforts to make sure that they're actually supporting women and women's causes in parity to those that are just for men. So we look for initiatives that are supportive to women. So, and then we look at their relationships with women-owned companies. Do they use women-owned vendors and suppliers? So all of that information can be found publicly, and that's what we analyze. We have incredible data researcher and journalist, Amy Cross, who digs really, really deep into SEC reports and things like that from companies to figure out what they're really doing. There are a lot of companies out there who pretend to be gender fair and pretend to support women, but they actually don't in their policies. So the concept of gender fair is to analyze companies, what they're really doing, and then bring that information to consumers by way of what we call the gender fair mark, which is a logo not unlike fair trade or organic that we hope to eventually see on products. But but right now, you can only see it maybe on a company's website or through an app we have. 
the idea is that if you're walking down the grocery aisle and there are two paper towels and you really don't care what brand of paper towels you use, or maybe you don't really care what shampoo you use, if you see the gender fair mark, that you might be persuaded to purchase that shampoo versus another. So in the case of P&G, they make Pantene. So maybe you want to support P&G's efforts to support women by purchasing Pantene versus a shampoo from Revlon, who is not a gender fair company. So P&G, for instance, has incredible initiatives, both inside the organization and outside the organization for supporting women. They've been very vocal about it, but they've also been very authentic about it. There are other companies that, as I said, pretend to be gender fair, but absolutely aren't. And I can give you an example of that. About a year ago, said about a little more than a year ago, there was a Super Bowl commercial that Audi did, and it was a fantastic commercial, and it was about pay equity. And if you remember, it was a little girl driving a, a boxcar in a race. The ad broke the gender stereotype of you know, it showed a little girl instead of a little boy. It's a voiceover of the father saying, how could he ever say to his daughter that she's worth less than his son or something like that? And so we went digging. And of course, Audi is not gender fair. They have virtually no women in management, no women on the board. They don't have the family policies that are gender fair. They don't have substantial philanthropic support of what, et cetera, et cetera. And yet they pretend in a consumer facing world to be gender fair. So we're trying to, part of our mission is to sort through all the chatter and find out which companies are really doing things for women and which aren't. How can people find out about gender fair and which companies are and and which companies aren't and all of that? So we have a gender fair app, which you can download wherever you get your apps, whether it's Apple App Store, and you can look at the report cards of all these various companies. We've analyzed over 200 companies. Only about 15% are gender fair, which is not surprising. And, you know, and frankly, our benchmarks are quite low. You only need a couple of women on your board, for instance, to be gender fair because that's the standard that's been set right now. It's it's like an average. You know, our goal is that by rating companies gender fair, those who aren't gender fair might start to consider, wow, we need to have women on our board, for instance. So over time, the amount of women on boards will grow and hopefully eventually we'll get to parity. But to get the information, you can go to our website, which is genderfair.com, or you can download the app and you can look up any company by sector. So let's say you wanted to look up car companies or airlines or consumer packaged goods companies or beauty companies, then you can go to the app and you can see which companies are gender fair and which aren't. Got it. Now, how did you decide to do something like this? Well, Amy Cross, who is our founder and chief research officer, she is a journalist and she's been studying this data for a long time. She started to feel unsettled because when she's out there shopping as a woman, she, you know, she would see turtles and she would see rabbits and she would see all kinds of, you know, organic marks and fair trade and all those, all those little symbols on products. And, and she's thinking, okay, we can save the rainforest, but what about women? Where, where's something that reflects me as a woman? And by the way, I'm doing all the shopping. And so it occurred to her that if there was a way to bring this information to consumers and particularly to women who have enormous purchasing power and the world's most powerful consumer, 
if she could bring that information to consumers, would it make a difference in how they shopped? Just like the organic mark or the fair trade mark has made a difference and it's brought not only awareness, but it's created a real shift in the marketplace. We're now seeing that with GMO stuff as well. So so she had the idea of how can we bring this to consumers? So I'm an advertising creative director and I have a marketing to women expertise with a company that I co-founded called Womenkind here in New York. And so Amy and I came together to start to collaborate on how could we bring this to the consumer. And we came up with the idea of the gender fair mark. So she has the data. The data is in an app. Anyone can access the app and see the data, which is wonderful. And we should all be aware of which companies are truly gender fair and which companies exploit women. It's just good information for women to have. But at the point of purchase, when you're shopping, how can we inform you instantly that this laundry detergent is from a gender fair company and this one isn't? And so that was the idea of the gender fair mark. We've just launched this year in April at Women in the World, who graciously invited us there to launch on a big stage the concept of gender fair. As we slowly roll this out, the idea is to create more and more awareness amongst consumers that the dollars you spend can make a difference. And if you look at it from a business point of view, if we can move market share even 1% from a company that's not gender fair to a company that is gender fair, that is enormous success and puts pressure on the company that is not gender fair. If companies start to realize that women are demonstrating preference, marketplace preference for one product over another because of that company's social values, and that pressures them to make a difference, then the world's going to be a better place. Because there's still a lot of companies out there that don't offer maternity leave, don't offer family leave. You adopt a child, they give you no time off. There are lots of companies that have no women on boards, that have no women on leadership, that are still boys' clubs, and yet they create products that they sell to women every day, and women are buying them. So if we can create an environment where women start to say, you know what, I'm not buying your product because you don't support women, it will change things very quickly. I mean, this country is a capitalist country, and if we can make gender fairness a capitalist issue, things will change very rapidly, don't you think? Absolutely. There's absolutely no doubt. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. You know, you talk about the GMO and the you know other organic symbols and things, and, and we abide by those. When we look, I'm like, well, if I have two choices, I'm going to get this one over that one. So I think this is, you're right, it's capitalist and it's wonderful. We have our own choices of what we can do. We just need the information and you guys are helping to provide that. So I think that's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's very exciting to us when we see women light up. You know, we have a lot of stats. You know, we've done a lot of research. This isn't just like, oh, wouldn't this be a good idea? We know that 85% of Americans have positive views of companies that support causes they care about. You know, so whether it's the tuna fish company that fishes responsibly, those issues we care about. We care about oil companies not polluting the the oceans. And, you know, there are all kinds of issues that motivate us to support one company or another. We know that 75% of Americans, 79 actually, say that they would switch from one brand to another if that brand is associated with their values. Now, most often we see this in boycotts where, you know, people will refuse to buy a product for one reason or another. And gender fair is not meant to be a boycott. It's meant to be positive energy so we want to direct consumers to support companies that share their values, not reject companies that don't. We really want to have a positive message. We did a survey of 
thousand or so people, and about half of them said that they would pay more for a product from a company that has gender equality because it means that much to them. So, you know, and, and a lot of times in a grocery store, you might you might just be talking about a dime or 25 cents more for one product versus another, but it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And, you know, as I said, if we can get women and men too, I mean, absolutely men too, but if we can get consumers to direct their purchases to companies that share their values in a meaningful way, it would just change everything. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Now, your company, Womenkind, talk to me a a little bit about that. What's the purpose of that company? Okay. So I worked on Madison Avenue since I was fresh out of college, always in big agencies, very they're all the typical big agencies that you've heard of. I, I worked at all of them pretty much in my in my career. As I progressed and became more and more senior, there were fewer and fewer women. And yet, I noticed that most of the products that agencies market are to women. So it was very interesting to me. So my partner, we were creative team. My partner Sandy Sabian and I found ourselves the token women in an agency. And at the time, only 3%, even in most agencies, less than 3% of creative directors were women. So there were hardly any women in the business. And yet, you know, these agencies are marketing all kinds of products, as you can imagine, to women. You know, women make 85% of purchase decisions in this country. And, you know, 97% of advertising creative departments are men. Like, so what's wrong with that picture? So we started to, <laughs> so we started to say, what if we started an agency that was for women by women and respected women? Because so much of advertising, especially, you know, 10 years ago, really, really insulting. It was, it was really binary. So women were either matronly or sexy. And there was not a lot of dimension between that. And, and sometimes women can be both matronly and sexy, but that was just not often depicted. It was very frustrating to us to be working for guys all the time, especially, you know, the skateboarding bully hat dude who's all of a sudden your boss <laughs> in advertising, <laughs> which, which often happens, which is a whole other discussion. But in any case, so we decided, well, wow, what if we started an agency that was just focusing on bringing respect to marketing messages to women. And wow, wouldn't all the marketers just beat our doors down? (laughs) And so we opened a company called Womenkind to do just that, to just focus on not only, we never exclude men. So it's not just about women, but really it's about the tenor of messages to women. And how can we respect women as the world's most powerful consumer and give her, women buy more computers, more beer, more cars than men do. But you do not see that in the advertising. Advertising messages, I mean, geez, how many times do you even see a woman driving a car in a car ad? If she's even in the ad, she's a passenger. And yet Hmm. something like 76% of car purchases are influenced by women. So it's a real disconnect and a real inequity in marketing messages to women. So we set out to correct that. And as I said, we thought, you know, there would be a stampede to our agency, (laughs) but it didn't work out that way. The marketplace really is still catching up to the idea that women are very powerful consumers. And, you know, frankly, it's our own fault as women because we let them get away with it. You know, we see a Pepsi ad that offends us or a Doritos ad that offends us or, you know, we see ourselves being sexualized or ignored in Super Bowl ads or, you know, those hideous ads from GoDaddy. Mm -hmm. You know, we see that kind of stuff and yet we still patronize those companies. It's just a real shift in consumerism that we're waiting to happen. But that's essentially what Womenkind does. 
Got it. Well, your work is incredibly inspiring from gender fair to womankind and all of the work you're doing. You're essentially paving the way for lots of the rest of us. And I certainly appreciate it and know our audience as well does. So how can people reach? I know you talked a little bit about gender fair, but how can people reach you, reach gender fair, reach womankind? Can you give us some of your social media or website addresses, things like that? Oh, sure. So on Twitter, it's genderfair at genderfair and at, at womenkind. That's really simple. Womenkind.net is our website there. And genderfair.com is the genderfair website. And you can always reach me, Christy, which is K-R-I-S-T-I dot Faulkner at genderfair.com. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and your insight with us today on the Female Inside Zone. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. And you know what? Thank you so much for your work, too. The messages and the stories that you bring are so enlightening and supportive and helpful. You know, we have to just continue to support each other in our mission. And women helping other women is the way we're going to do it. I absolutely agree 100%. Thank you, Christy. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.